0: us.
1: When you upon a star.
0: Come and remember the magic. what's up all you rad dudes and dudettes welcome back to 90s disney your one-stop shop for everything about disney in the 90s it's november i had to think we're, we're, what's going
1: on i feel like you had a lot of energy didn't quite know what to do with it
0: that's, <laughs> that's exactly what happened mike minotti my brother and also chris minotti my other brother hello yeah.
1: guys hi ho hi ho no we're well, not that no more like the kermit hi ho you fool <laughs> I like the other. Well, I like well, both. guess what? We're not doing a 7 <laughs> But we're seven. working
0: now. Oh, God. Are we? I guess. <laughs> yes. this is work to you? <laughs> a little bit. Mike, why, why did you say hi-ho, Mike? Because we are doing Muppet
1: Vision 3D. <laughs> 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 Bring it. For yeah, go, our go, go, today. Go so really excited. One of my favorite attractions. I, I think you guys would all agree with me. Uh-huh. So, yes, I, I agree. That, that is one of your favorite attractions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Rude. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Is is there any more housekeeping, Ash Guy?
0: No. Thank you, everyone, for listening to last month's episode about California Grill. We wanted to do an episode about restaurants. We may we yet. May um, we had a funky... Your, your child refuses to sleep Yeah, now. we're going through some major sleep progression at home. It's hard for me to get out, um, right. but I
1: was able to tonight, oh, po- 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 point, po- out. Point, <laughs> point fives are never promised. Tonight. Yes. Yeah. It's, they're always just a little bonus gift. Yeah, we'll always get an episode in the start of the month. It's the but... key under the mat. Oh. You don't need to know it's oh. there, but yeah. it's nice when you do. Wow, very nice. Very nice. All right.
0: Mike, take us to... Uh... To, to 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 the Muppet Theater, the Muppet Labs, the Muppet well, Courtyard, yes. the Muppets. Well
1: the, so this attraction opened on May sixteenth, nineteen ninety one, in Disney's MGM studios. It was kind of an uneventful month. We always like to be like, Here's what happened. I a week after this, Backdraft came out, which is like one of my <laughs> favorite <laughs> Universal attractions. Backdraft's one of my favorite movies that I've only seen once and don't really want to see again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Universal attraction is incredible for Backdraft because you just go into a room and they just set it on fire. And then blow it up. And just blow. I and mean, how can yeah. you not like that? It's incredible. I love it. If well, you it's ever did it's, it's Twister, gone now, right? It is gone now. It's, yeah. That's yeah. where. Uh, transformers i think is uh, okay in in hollywood it was never in florida it was hollywood florida had twister same kind of thing mm-hmm. which got, got replaced, replaced by with, uh... the worst ride well <laughs> you're jimmy Fallon, man you and jimmy Fallon. <laughs> uh, the top song was called i like the way in parentheses kissing game Ooh. by high five How's this one go? Don't know. So yeah, <laughs> not I'm not the most... Ex- Didn't the, care enough to listen. Yeah. To be clear, the best thing that happened this month was definitely Muppet <laughs> Vision 3D. So to kind of... Uh, an important aspect of the background for this is this kind of craziness that was going on with Disney trying to acquire the Muppets, uh, which finally looked like it was... By 1989, this looked like this was really going to happen. Eisner's in there. He's still relatively new. He, he's pretty excited about that deal. And the deal had been talked about before, even earlier in the 80s. And it was always kind of on and off. There was always kind of a sore point with Eisner that the Sesame Street characters weren't going to be a part of that. Because
0: it wasn't it wasn't the Jim Henson
1: company. It was just the Muppets that right. they were going to acquire uh, as a brand. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, but there's more to it. Because like, the idea was that Jim Henson himself was going to become, like, a creative asset for Disney. Almost like what John Lasseter ended up becoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that without, hopefully, the, you know, creepy stuff at the end. Uh, So is this all part of Eisner's, like, Disney decade? This was in the list in the memo he sent out? I I, don't—maybe, but this was just, like— Because this is before, there's a ton of crazy Disney acquisitions. Like, you have ABC kind Mm -hmm. of happening around this time, and ESPN's going to happen in not too long or, or so. The deal was supposedly valued at about $150 million. It, what it would have included was Henson's characters, so the Muppets, but also things like Fraggles, I think, would have been included. Uh, all the films in the TV library. And the TV library is pretty big at that point. That's, mm-hmm. you know, Muppet Show, the Jim Henson Hour, and things like that. Oh, the Storyteller. You guys ever see the Storyteller? Yeah. 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 Oh, it's yeah. a great show. But yeah, but yeah, it was, but like, kind of that last year sort of thing I was talking about, a 15 year contract for Jim's creative services,
0: which is almost. Probably at the time, like what was the most, what deal. was the most recent Muppet film in 1989? Which I, I, uh, probably *Take Manhattan*. Yeah, which was not a giant hit, but you know. yeah, I almost feel like having
1: Henson well, on that board was, was part of it. Was that the Muppets were in a bit of a dry spell at the moment, so I, that's kind of why Henson was looking to sell. There's, there's, you know, you can see a lot of documentaries about uh, Jim Henson and the Muppets. Uh, I know *The Funkland* did that good multi-part one last year, mm-hmm. I think. So, it was yeah. almost too like Jim just needed more time to work on other things
0: he wanted to do. And this probably would have given him that time for other people to focus on other right. aspects
1: of it. I mean, you know, it's you know, kind of like how Walt Disney wasn't exactly working on Mickey Mouse anymore by the time of the 50s. Yeah. Jim Henson right. wasn't really super excited character. about doing Muppet stuff constantly. Right. So, And he knew that it, Disney would be a pretty good shepherd for that stuff. So that's why he was uh, excited about the deal. So, the, yeah, the deal looked like a done thing. But then in May 1990, uh, Jim Henson dies, you know, relatively young at the age of 53. Pneumonia. Yeah. So, again, there's so many things people say about that, but but who knows? But, so this was May. He died. By December, the deal is, is called off. Uh, it, it's just not coming together with the rest of his family now that's now behind the deal. And again, there's a lot of reasons and wh- whatnot about why maybe the deal fell off. Uh, other people can go into that in, in more detail. It's, it's complicated. Money's involved. Hurt feelings involved. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. So that's kind of where it's left at then and uh, until 2004 when the deal it finally happens. Probably because at that point the value of the Muppets had gone down even more so. Uh, like, you know, they hadn't had a hit in a while. They came off of Muppets from Space and stuff like that. So eventually it happens. But... When they were making this deal, this is around the time that Disney's MGM Studios is being built in Florida. And the Muppets were going to be like a really big part of that theme park. And they were doing a lot of stuff just to get people excited about the Muppets in Disney World. So uh, in, in May, on May 6th, NBC airs the Muppets at Walt Disney World during the uh, Magical World of, the, of Disney block that they had. And this actually aired like 10 days uh, before Jim died. So, Wait, like, did, 10 before, days before after he uh, died, uh, maybe it was after. I think you're right. I think it was after. I don't know. He, he died, and this aired. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, very short timeline, though. So, like, this, almost like weird that they like still showed it. Well, I mean, hey, you know, well, again, at this point, they thought the deal was still happening. Like, this is a very funny special. Uh, the whole, it's very fun. Yeah, I remember seeing this as a kid, even. The whole premise is that, like, Kermit is taking all of the Muppets to see his home, Swamp, which is in Florida, like right next to Disney World. And they're all there and they all hate it. And they, they hear like the fireworks or something, I they think. They're like, and Kermit's like, oh, yeah, that's just, you know, from Disney World. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they basically like peace out and go to Disney World. And Kermit's kind of depressed and sad about it. Gonzo goes to the laundromat services, <laughs> sings a song about laundry. There's all sorts of good, fun stuff like that. But, like, the very beginning of the special is actually, uh, it's Michael Eisner at the Grand Floridian, like, having, like, tea with Fozzie and Fozzie's mom. Oh, yes. And, like, at the end of it, like, he, do- like, like, literally Eisner looks at the camera and he says something to the effect, like, they're here, like, being like, yeah, ha look, the Muppets and Disney, it's happening. At the very end of it, the Muppets all go to Mickey Mouse's office and basically, like, shake his hand. Mickey's like, ha, huh, welcome to the family. Like, that was, like, the point of the special. I was like, look, everyone, <laughs> Muppets is a Disney thing now. You should all be excited. But, so, the Muppets... Wasn't there also some
0: plan, or did it happen where, like, the Muppets took over Disneyland for a day? That was
1: a whole thing, also, that they were thinking about, where there was going to be this promotion that, yeah... Like, paint the castle
0: green. Mickey would
1: go on vacation. That's it, yeah. And Kermit, and they they would promote this through, like, the newspaper in California, where there'd be, like, these open letters between Mickey and Kermit... It's like, oh, Mickey, you should go on vacation if you're so tired. We'll yeah, t- we'll, we'll take over. We'll take over. So, yeah. It it, it almost kind of re- reminds me of how people reacted badly to, like, the Stitch. Yeah, like, right. They may not have liked what we the Muppets would have like done. That. Mm-hmm. It trashing been, the icons. It's like, you know, the joke's always that the Muppets run things poorly. <laughs> 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 it's like, it's like uh, you know, ha, ha, ha. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what people would have thought of that. So, the, you know, the big plan was that there was going to be a Muppets area of the Disney-MGM studio. Well, yeah,
0: MGM was so, like... Uh, like it was going plans. to be ahead of the time of, like, the branded lands. Man, it would have been your favorite park forever. Right? Roger Rabbit <laughs> in and the Muppets. Right, that, so it was just, not, like,
1: lands. It's not really a thing, the whole, like, lands-themed-after-one-IP thing. But, yeah, there, there were plans here in, like, you know, 1990, whatever, to do Muppet Studios at the park. And it is—it was going to be, you know, where Muppet Vision is right now. But it was yeah, going to have— courtyard. It was going to have some other major components. The big one was going to be the Great Muppet movie ride. The concept <laughs> art for this alone is just so great. I know. Yeah, we talked about it before on uh, our show about the Never Build Attractions and stuff like that. So this was going to be like the big kind of, I don't know if E-ticket is right, but maybe D-ticket. but A big D-ticket. A bit, you know, it was going to be a ride, right? Not, you know, Not just a show. And then the other kind of neat component here was the Great Gonzo's Pandemonium Pizza Parlor. It was gonna be a pizza restaurant themed around Gonzo? And like this is what where Mama Melrose is now. Like that's yeah. what that was built for. It was supposed to be this Gonzo pizza place, and it was gonna be again like same you know Muppets run things poorly. Like you'd be there and there'd be like video screens showing the chaos in the kitchen with Gonzo be like ah oh, everything's fine people and you'd see pepperoni flying around. And this They're, was this is this is the
0: time of the celebrity restaurant boom. You had Planet Hollywood and. Steven Spielberg's dive.
1: Yeah. Wait, um, like, was the magician's restaurant? They oh, wanted to go Lance, in oh um, not Land. It was, no, 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 it was Burt, not. David Copperfield's. Yeah, David Copperfield's. Well, no, like, he was gonna Se- have a show David too. Copperfield's like secret lair or something like. Yeah. That. So like this was
0: also like riffing on that. But what's cool is like the restaurant was built with this still in mind. So if you look around in the rafters, there's like those train tracks right. where the rats were gonna deliver the food. Right. And all exactly. That.
1: And you know. It bums me out. Like, why did they just do it? Yeah. I, it was right yeah. there! Yeah. The infrastructure well, was like, right there! I, I, again, well, at that point, like, the deal was different. Like, they maybe only had the rights for the film because that was almost done, right? right. Well, uh, I think they thought, too, like, rats delivering your, your food might <laughs> gross some people out. Yeah, Ratatouille hadn't softened us to that idea yeah. <laughs> at this point yet. One thing we did get, and this was even before Muppet Vision 3D, is almost as, like, a holdover, was here comes the Muppets which was a stage show at Disney MGM Studios. How bizarre is watching this. Yeah, this opened do you guys up... remember seeing it? No. no we I do. I don't see it. But this really? is... why why do you even explain Oh, it? go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. May 25th, 1990s <laughs> when this opened. It had full costume versions of the characters. Oh, so weird. Not just like muppets or not a video, like They look great. Yeah, like great. Like face, I mean like <laughs> They look good
0: from far away, when you yeah. get close to the, the illusion it's falls. It's just like <laughs> weird how like yeah, they're full size.
1: It is it has some funny bits like at the end. Uh, some, some, one of the one of the muppets is like, oh, I'm waiting for the monorail to get here, and they're like, oh, the monorail doesn't come to the MGM studios, and like the Monroe just crashes through like. Yeah, yeah, I want to see that prop. <laughs> yeah. Is that still around? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Pretty
0: sweet.
1: But so again, opened in 1990, only ran until September 2nd, 1991, and then was replaced by Voyage of the Little Mermaid, which is still there. Yes. There was that scare a wow, little bit was. ago that we thought so it was going to be. Yeah. But so it has been there for you know 30 almost 30 years 30 now. Years. Mm-hmm. So the actual Muppet Vision 3D movie... Wait, there's another uh, show. Oh yeah, I know. What was that one called? I it's, can't it's remember. It's a smaller show. I didn't even include it because I felt it so small. Oh, it's, 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 it was still around, and it was. I think it ran even shorter than Here Come the Muppets. It was with
0: the uh, the mayhem. What's the Electric, Electric, Bang- Electric yeah. Mayhem? Yeah, it was more of a street atmosphere yeah, show. Yeah, it was wasn't like in it? the it court. Was, it, was, it, was, it was like in the courtyard up to where Muppets is. They played it there. I thought. yeah.
1: I feel like it was almost maybe in that same courtyard where uh, Ellen's
0: book uh, store
1: <laughs> was by it, the book. Yeah. It, 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 was it in that same nook that they did the uh, Ace Ventura? Probably thing? Pro- something like that. Maybe. It's probably where the original taste happened yeah yeah so the muppet vision 3d movie jim henson directs it and you know the the big great thing about this is that this is the classic muppets uh cast like this is everybody from like you know the original muppet ship yeah, frank oz and
0: david guts and, and colts well yeah
1: richard Hunt is still uh, here yeah, like everyone's yeah it's 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 the dream team mm-hmm now, when Jim died, Frank Oz is actually who stepped in and finished uh, post-production for the, for the movie. And Disney wanted to pay him $50,000 to do this, and he declined. Instead, he made some like pithy comment about how what he really needed was new socks. So Disney sent him new socks, apparently. That's nice. Yeah. They're be the best damn socks. Yeah, they're, <laughs> maybe they're made out of that felt on the Muppets. Oh, that'd be that nice. It looks comfy. wonder if they give you blisters or not. <laughs> so the main film was written by uh, Bill Prady. Uh, and he began his writing career on You Can't Do That on television.
0: I heard that. <laughs> the, the
1: classic Nickelodeon show, which actually started in Canada first. But, yeah, if you're old like us and you remember the early days of Nickelodeon. This is, this is like the birth of slime on Nickelodeon. The birth of slime because you would say, was it the secret word? <laughs> what? You I think it was just what? if you said what, you yeah. got slimed. The secret word is more of a Pee Wee Herman thing. Yeah. You get slimed, so you don't want to say what. And still sliming people to this day, Steve aren't you?
0: <laughs> you get slimed all the time. <laughs>
1: He would go on to write for Fraggle Rock and the Jim Henson Hour. So he had a repertoire with the Jim Henson Company at this point. He also would write, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Did not they know did that. that. Yeah. yeah, right? So I think they, I think that must have literally just been like, hey, he did a good job with the other funny 3 yeah. a few years ago. And then uh, big things for him. In 2007, he became the co-creator of The Big Bang Theory. Oh, he's good. He's set now. Yeah, had
0: those uh, credit cards at the end of every episode. Right. He also, he was the... I don't know the title producer showrunner for the Muppets right on yeah ABC. the reboot he was so kind he, of the big he kind of came back home to that yeah. right
1: that's what that was was him kind of coming back for that which you know man that show is so great I know I know a lot of people don't like it we liked it I loved it I thought that's it was fantastic. fun fantastic I was into is it is that on
0: Disney Plus it is uh, yeah you watch the watch whole season again.
1: yeah Right, so again, the attraction then opens May 16th, 1991, about a year after Jim Henson's death.
0: Yeah, so I mean, that's what always made this attraction feel all the more special if you're a Muppets fan. It's the last thing Jim Henson did. Like, literally the last thing. Do you
1: think that's why it's been around so long? I think it might be part of it. Yeah, I'm sure that helps in a weird way. Yeah, but I think that's, there's some kind of nostalgic value there. But I mean, it's not just like a sentimental aspect of it, it's because it's, he still worked on it. It's so good. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's the last
0: time Kermit had Jim's voice. Like, it's yeah, it's a big right. deal.
1: So let's say we just got off of Star Tours where we're leaving Tatooine Traders. What did that used to be called? Endor Outpost or something? I have no idea. I do not remember.
0: You, oh, you don't, don't know this? I just, don't remember. Wow. You
1: got me. <laughs> wow, you're done. All right. <laughs> so we're, we're making our way to the Muppet Courtyard. We're seeing that big uh, hot air balloon yes. right by the entrance, which is sadly not there anymore. But it's time to enter the queue. And we remember when this queue used to be jam-packed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. way waited, waited, waited outside
0: so. where the FastPass, the queues fast uh, the well, are there they now, right?
1: Event, oh, that, that, they, fast pass came and went there. But for first it yeah. was just uh, – so the queue, the extended queue, basically the queue, is on the right side of the building. You kind of go like in an alley between the building and this fence. And on the your left side going through the queue are all these movie posters and they're all kind of parodies. So you have uh, I don't know why this is my favorite, but Beach Blanket Beaker. Just like the <laughs> idea of beach like beaker on a romantic beach comedy. <laughs> Remember the uh when you
0: get to the end at, at the end of the queue on the switchback, there was the, the Hunchback of Notre Dame
1: Theater. You could see through the cracks and like the hole in the fence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could, you could see watch some of that bit. show depending. When what year you were there? There was, <laughs> other years for, there was uh, posters for Star Chores, The Pixar Adventure. These were all really Pickside. funny, yeah. right? And I mean, it, like, you know, and then, and then like the fence, there was like some kind of Muppet Labs. Contraption it was just like some painted pipes, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there was like like graffiti on the wall, like this way to see the the thing. <laughs> like, Setting the tone. Set in the well, no, remember there, there, there were like holes in that fence. Yeah. It was like don't look here. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? You're gonna look. It was like like this part of the queue was really simple but I always enjoyed it it felt right it, it always fun. felt right you know but, the last time i remember being in this part of the queue almost was when me, me and aj were waiting for uh that Hunchback theater was hosting something for star wars weekend that yeah i think
0: we were seeing jake lloyd
1: yeah something like no 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 that was way before this we were seeing like dark matter or something Gary else theater, wasn't yeah, it? yeah that, jake, was, that was in lloyd? oh you're no, no, both no. so done that was in the uh <laughs> <laughs> that was in the uh, uh channel God, i can't remember the Frozen Forever sing along?
0: Yeah. What's the what?
1: <laughs> Superstar Super Super television. <laughs> television? Yeah, that was the Superstar Television thing we saw. Jake. You're right. You're right. You're done.
0: But uh, oh, we saw we saw the original Boba Fett guy, and then that Stormtrooper got disintegrated. Yeah, that was
1: good stuff. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, we'll do a Star Wars weekend show someday, maybe. Even though it's more started in the '90s. <laughs> that was all you two. I did not. Really right, yeah, you didn't care. I just didn't care that much. Yeah, you, know, you have bad taste. <laughs> I cared more about sleep at the moment. Like, so you're wrapping around this thing for a bit. The only like frustrating thing about that line is because it really only moves every 15 minutes. Because yeah, it feels like it's not going anywhere. When it, it does move, move, though, oh yeah, boy! Yeah, you just pick up your bags, grab your kids. But then if, now either you wrap back around to the front, or maybe you're just walking right in these days. But then you see the, the cardboard cutout of Statler and Waldorf. They're kind of talking about they're gonna go see the show. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was like, because they're dressed like, like Florida tourists. Yeah, he's got like the knee-high socks and the green jacket. I, I should mention that courtyard actually is really nice. You have that that uh, Miss Piggy statue water fountain thing. There's a hidden Mickey somewhere in there too. There's all those rats around there. So so real quick, so the cardboard
0: cutout of Silent World. It's, it's, it's some saying, I hear Muppet Vision 3D is better than getting hit on the head with a 2x4. He says, I won't believe that until I see it. Let's go in. When I was a kid, I didn't know what a two-by-four was. I did not understand this at all. Yeah. I
1: did not get the joke. I thought that's what got no, it. I, I, I thought they lost a contest, and that's how We had a contest. Yeah. We, we lost. Let's <laughs> be the best one. Now, do you guys agree with me? I don't know why, it is, but it is such a aesthetic, these kind of dingy offices that you're in when you walk in there, and I love it for some reason. It, it feels like... It feels like Muppets Take Manhattan for some yeah, reason. Yeah, it that, is that a first very much like How does yeah. that. that feel to yeah, it. it? Yeah, it's very yeah. So you're in like the security part of, and it's like Muppet Labs doors are all around this hallway, and uh, of course this is the very famous. There's the sign that says "Back in five minutes. Key is under the mat." And lo and behold, there's a man. If you lift it up, there's a key glued on the floor. There is that still there? I believe, I believe so. so. Yeah, I believe it is, and that is. I tell you what, especially at that point, that is some like meta level line stuff. This yeah. is before Indiana Jones, it's I it's like, we were always like,
0: "Ooh, there's a key, we like, you know like, about or it." Something, Nobody even though there's a joins. sign
1: that literally tells you yeah. it, it's right there. But <laughs> there's, a, there's always there's a lot of fun details in here. You almost do feel like you're in some kind of like production thing. And at this point, like this was when MGM Studios was really starting to blur the line more. When it first opened in '89, they were very much like, "This is the production part." And this is the theme park part of this park. And, like, at this point, they kind of were like, it's, it's pretending to be the one thing, but it's actually the other. And it's all getting." No, fun. this is really where the Muppets make stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. But, oh, yeah, the hallway has Muppet Labs doors for a bunch of different divisions, including the Office of Artificial Reality, the Division of Fashion Technology, and the Stress Testing Department. I work in that one every day. Yeah, I bet. But <laughs> twins... Remember, remember at the end of this hallway, there used to be that 3D It was poster. like a lenticular 3D thing, yeah. Yeah, then it got replaced with just a regular poster at this point, I believe. But uh, so then after that, you're in this hallway for a bit, and maybe just walking down it, you grab your 3D glasses, and then you are in the pre-show lobby. And this is the, the best pre-show ever. ever. Maybe if we don't count the Star Trek experience anyways. Well, oh, sure. But man, I yeah, this pre-show... Is half of the fun right here. And what's, what's, what's crazy about it is, like, it, how much of it you get to see depends on luck, in a way. Right.
0: Sometimes you almost be mad if you came in and it was about to end. Like, you do almost want to just wait a cycle. Yeah. <laughs> For the
1: longest time, I never saw, like, the beginning of it. With, with, with Chuck and them setting up. Right, <laughs> right. So, this is di- directed by David uh, Gumple. And he, uh, he did a lot of other Muppet projects. He would eventually do Kermit's Swamp Years, which is like kind of a direct-to-video thing. Uh-huh. That, that was, yeah. So he, he has experience there. I also read that this was apparently filmed just at like Jim Henson's carriage house. That's cool. Really? They yeah. just like threw it together. Right. That feels on brand. Yeah. It, and what you're watching this is, is like a kind of a prop room, right? And it's filled with just a bunch of gags that, and Easter eggs. Do the whole thing without even watching the screens. Oh, yeah. There's right. a ton of stuff in there, all kinds of Easter eggs and references. Well, well, yeah, one of the more clever ones is there's a net that's full of jello, like hanging above you, because it's a net from the cello from Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> right. You can see like a replica of the USS Swine Trek from uh, Pigs in Space hanging around there. There's all sorts of fun things, like even the monitors themselves, like one of the monitors, like it has two, like, buttons. The one button says 1D. The other one says 2D. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. It even, I think they even started putting some props in there. Like, Kermit's, like, tuxedo from the one of the newer Muppet movies is on display there sometimes and things like that. But, yeah, it's it's fun just to, like, walk around and look. Yeah, Muppet Museum? Yeah, kind of. So, uh, but the pre-show is also interesting because, like, there's a bunch of different displays of it. There's, like, all these sets of three TVs placed together horizontally and sometimes like each tv is just playing the same thing but it, most of the time it's like a panorama right and the characters will kind of walk across the different tvs and this opens with uh these construction workers roy rick and chuck and their boss and there's kind of lifting signs up and they're ba- like they're basically getting ready for the end of the pre-show uh and they they spend up they spend a lot of time getting those signs up and fumbling I I get that like, kodak logo up there right. this is the part that i would never notice Really, then Scooter comes out, and he's kind of a big part of this, which, which is funny because he's not in the main show really at all. Yeah, you see him in the bike at one point, yeah. in the background, but he's yeah, he's not there at all. But he's got a big part here. He's trying to get things organized uh, while Gonzo and Fozzie keep interrupting. Uh, we have the three Ds that show up. We got Dorothy, Dinah, and Max.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Debbie was sick. The temp agency sent me in. A... <laughs> you
1: see the, the temp Debbie was. <laughs> By the moon, by the moon. by, <laughs> by the, the, moon. Moon. Not in the sun, by <laughs> the moon. Uh, uh, That's great stuff. Uh, <laughs> then you have Sam Eagle trying to do safety instructions, <laughs> and Gonzo is like, "Oh, <laughs> Sam <Lane>. <laughs> he's <laughs> big He's like, "What? Really? Here? here, yeah, yeah, yes. yes, of course, of course." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Mickey. He thinks Mickey Mouse is here, and Rizzo comes up dressed like Mickey. That one still gets is a there.
0: Laugh. Another joke a pre-scripted, pre-recorded theme park attraction that more consistently gets a laugh from every, the audience. Yeah. Every, every time. time Rizzo comes out dressed like Mickey, it's legit laughter from the it's crowd. It's amazing. It's gotta be the first time seeing it. Those people, I laugh every time. It's I mean, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> laugh along. It's great.
1: <laughs> I got Donald Duck over here. <laughs> <laughs> we please stop this foolishness. What kind of foolishness would you like? Just so many things I can quote just from this pre-show. I and it's about like fifteen minutes. It's it's a little shorter because there's some time for safety spiel[s] and to shovel people into the theater. Yeah. But like yeah, like that. Like it's as long as the show is, because like you're watching this while that happens. It's why the pre-show is basically the same length, right? And man, yeah, it's just it's just so entertaining in its in its own right. And at the very end, you have like. Sam, like, all right, now the Muppets will go into the theater and let us set it. An they just mad dash, and, like, just trample him over. You have the penguins, you set up the fact that the penguins are the orchestra. Yeah, Fozzie brings
0: you, penguins can't go in there, you're lit up
1: the orchestra. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's good These penguins are the
1: orchestra. Those penguins actually debuted on, remember for a bit. They they did, like, a double package show with Muppet Babies, and it was, like, Jim Henson's, like, Monsters something. Oh, yeah, it was, like, a live-action thing. It wasn't super popular. It, it had segments of cartoons with, like, Fozzie and actual Kermit. Like, it wasn't them as Muppet babies. those cartoons of just, like, the yeah, full size. Yeah. It looked real weird. Yeah. But also had actual Muppets in it, and this is the first time these penguins, or the penguins debut from Muppet Show, but the penguins as an orchestra, I think, debuted for okay. this thing. Right. So now we get into the theater, and we're going to watch the main movie.
0: This is one of the, the classic attractions where people are getting in. They stop in the dead center. <laughs> yeah. No, keep, keep moving, moving along. <laughs> Stopping in the middle is
1: distinctly unpatriotic. <laughs> Look, we're, we're no fools. We know the 3D effect looks better if you're in the middle. <laughs> yeah, well, right?
0: you just gotta play your cards right and kind of wait. Yeah, a little. that's yeah, the thing. I mean, was... the last thing. Everyone rushed to the doors to be the first yes, ones in for go. some reason. Nah, you gotta, no. you gotta time it just right. You gotta that wait. Dad, like, come on, let's go. Yeah, no, 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 no. Test track, yes. Yeah. Muppet Vision, hang on a sec. Give it a bit.
1: what's cool is that, like, this theater is like a at least partially a reproduction of the Muppet Show theater from the right. show. Right the so balconies it's and very the ornate and yeah it, like, it looks like a pretty classy classic theater but right? they're going to ruin <laughs> yes it's right. the theater has 584 seats the film lasts about 13 14 minutes or so and so what makes this show really neat is that it's not just a 3d movie you have animatronics you have statler and waldorf who are kind of on their classic spot in the balcony so they can heckle and you also have uh, the uh, the Penguin Orchestra down there the entire time. You have a Bean Bunny or, uh, in a chart that shows up for a little bit. And you have Swedish Chef, too, who shows up for a, a smidge. And
0: you have your uh, performer in the sweet, in the uh, Sweetums costume, which is a perfect character for that because Sweetums just looks like a Disney walk around character already and at least
1: initially the Jim Henson company was pretty like that has to be trained by us that has to be a Jim trained performer wow Um, interesting you can't just like Disney can't just hire somebody for the college program and throw them out there so these days (laughs) yeah whatever now let's talk a little bit about why Muppets are the perfect animatronic mmm because that, like, it just looks like a muppet, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Statler right? and Waldorf animatronics are probably still like maybe my favorite animatronics, right? Because I mean, you
0: almost want to be like, look, just get like an animatronic hand and put it up there, like don't <laughs> even make like, <laughs> like a traditional be, animatronic. Like it just it, it it translates so well. Which again, we we talked about before the great Muppet movie. Right? Yeah, Why that would have so been well. so good, right? Would have been the Muppets walking around and doing stuff. Would have been
1: incredible. <laughs> you know what? I, I this is a something I just thought about recently, and I like. So who isn't in the pre-show? Not in the pre show is Fozzie Kermit. No, Fozzie's in the pre show. Oh, I'm sorry, Kermit, Miss Piggy. Kermit. Miss Piggy. Kermit. Miss Piggy shows up. You can hear her anyways. But you can Kermit, hear her, yeah. my point is Kermit's not in the pre show. Okay, Yes. And you kinda so I like that they kinda almost save that for the for the main movie, Yes. Right? Yeah. Not that his entrance is a particularly grand one. He has to kind of walk into frame and tell Gonzo to stop messing up. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I do like that there is like a bit of a build up to hey look here's Kermit. Yeah, he's
0: saved for the, the attraction. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And like a good like like the Muppet Show, basically what we're being set up to here is a series of vignettes and skits and sketches, uh you know, Fozzie's constantly interrupting trying to show off cheap three D gimmicks, basically. <laughs> Did you say cheap three D tricks? Right. Which is funny at this point because like three D films in like as a theme park thing are still relatively new. This is only the third one. So what was before this? Captain Eo Magic Journeys Magic Captain Journey, Eo. Yeah. That's one and two. Then this. And then right? this. Yeah, exactly. So at this point, like, you know, how many 3D gimmicky things have we even done at this point? But right. They already knew that, yeah, it's a classic to have the, the paddle ball thing. Yes.
0: And remember, sofazi has his remote-controlled banana cream pie. Yeah. That was always, like, the shot in the marketing materials where it was, like, the shot really, of the eye. Yeah, that's the role. Like, this like pie playing. Like, everyone's yes. like, like, looking up on the air crap. like it's actually there. And I see like, you wow. say that.
1: Yes, that is fantastic. I know exactly what you're <laughs> talking <laughs> about. Though. I love that. And, of course, th- that's a lot of the good heckling, too, from Statler and Water. Yes, yes. Oh, What are you guys doing
0: here? We entered a contest. Yeah, we lost. This is a very <laughs> moving moment. <laughs> I wish they'd move it to Pittsburgh. I always got a kick out of that. We yeah, were pretty close. close. I wish they would. I could see yeah, it every I weekend.
1: So then we pretty quickly get shuffled into uh, the, Muppet, uh, the Muppet Labs where they invited uh, all of the world's best <laughs> You see, scientific... we invited distinguished scientists
0: from all over the world to come and work here. Unfortunately, none of them showed up.
1: <laughs> so you get Dr. Butts
0: and he doing Beaker? And... I always thought that transition into the Muppet Labs, like he walks through
1: that door... It's an impressive transition. Good thing. You got that, that weird thingy that swings <laughs> by. He's, yeah. he does it. I know, he's actually kind of scary, but that thing was loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he has a very good duck there. So we have Beaker and Honeydew, and they're being sillies, <laughs> they make Waldo, the spirit of 3D. <laughs> so Waldo. Now, do you know that Waldo's food name is Waldo C. Graphic? I did know that. I did. Now I do. He actually debuted in 1989 in the Jim Henson Hour. And if oh, wow. You, oh, the Jim Henson Hour is so good. Jim Henson Hour is good, also kind of weird. If you don't know, Jim Henson Hour was basically Jim Henson trying to do like Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. Same kind of thing, and Jim Henson's very likable and personable in it. He has like that sidekick dog with the really high pitched child voice. That's yeah. a little weird. Is this the one with the lion, like the, the one, lion? One, yeah. yeah, and then he has like yeah. the real, the really regal looking. It's like Oslam from Lion. It's Flicks like almost water. too
0: real looking. Yeah, I think
1: it's a little. It's almost disconcerting. But there's an episode where he talks uh, quite a bit about computer technology, and one of the things that they had uh, at Jim Henson Productions was this kind of like. It was like a puppet on a, like, a, a pulley like a motion arm. capture puppet. Right. Well, and
0: so the, this was, in the episode, this is preceded by him showing how they use a similar-looking armature to control the animatronic faces of, uh, what were the giants in Fraggle Rock called? I forget their names. I can't remember either. But, but yeah. that, that's how the performers controlled their faces. Mm-hmm. So it was the same concept taken to a computer right. graphics instead of going to
1: an actual like machine it's going to a computer now and like Waldo was even in like in this thing as like the example of what it was and he was showing like at first he's showing the kind of Pre rendered version of Waldo, or like their. No, the real time. Real time yeah. is what I mean. Yeah, that's the word I was looking and for. And it, it looks like 1989 3D graphics in real time. And it's funny because like, Jim Henson's doing like a Waldo voice there. Even though, even in this episode, he says that Steve Whitmire is the guy is who usually does didn't it. I yeah, right? yeah. Steve Whitmire is who does it in Muppet Vision 3D. Yeah. He also does Bean Bunny, so Bean Bunny, Waldo, they're talking. And Kermit for years. Well, Kermit afterwards, once right, he right after. died, that's what he becomes. Until very recently, he stopped being Kermit, actually. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we'll share this this video because it is funny because you can see Jim Henson. And, like, obviously there's a lot of post-production work still and doing things like making his nose run, right? Like all these gimmicks.
0: It's really incredible. I mean, it's what's done today with performance capture, but then, like, you go in and touch up the facial animations and things like that by hand. I mean, he was doing that in 1989.
1: This is 1989. He's doing real-time computer puppetry. It's kind of
0: nuts. Yeah, and, yeah, like...
1: It says six years before Toy Story. Yeah, really incredible that like, they were on that. So then pretty shortly after this, we have the, uh, the uh, musical number of Piggy. Uh, that's you, Penguins. <laughs> 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 that's why the great yeah, well, The Penguins are there the entire time. That's the best part, because they're just, like, zoned out or something. <laughs> so then, like, Piggy's doing this very traditional kind of, like, you know, romantic theater song, and, and Bean is trying to enhance it. <laughs> <laughs> Be in. <laughs> this is also where you going one of the best examples of the, so sometimes Disney would promote this show as Muppet Vision 4D. And when I say sometimes, almost exclusively on like the TV channel thing you would watch when you're yeah, in Yeah, your it was family. very inconsistent. Yeah, <laughs> like if you were, or like in the park map, like if you were there, then all of a sudden it was Muppet Vision 4D. But like when you went to the ride, it always, the sign always said 3D. Right. <laughs> So, but their point was that, like, because you have the bubbles, you have they'd that actually drop bubbles from the ceiling, like when Fozzie sprayed you, you'd actually get a little wet, right? There's like the fireworks, there's like pr- there's like the other like LED fireworks that are on the roof and stuff like that. So there are like like Captain EO did similar things with like lasers and stuff right. like that, right? So yeah, you know, good. the The bubbles were always the fun one. Because you are popping them. And they're, yes. there's like, because there's the mix of the real bubbles in the 3D Yeah, bubbles. they almost do kind of like blend with each other in a weird way. Right, right. So so that's what's up. So Bean wrecks the musical. Sam Eagle kicks him out. He goes Go through, away. Goes go through, go, little, go little away. A little bit of a jerk there.
0: Yeah, it's very oh, rude. <laughs> yeah.
1: Being a jerk is very patriotic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Bean, of course, runs into Waldo. They decide that they're going to run away forever. Oh, uh, If you're going, can you get a sandwich? He looks like a thing. I mean, I thought he was forever. So so has Bean been in much else other than this?
0: So uh, I can't really remember too much
1: else. You know, I'm not sure exactly, but he's been around. But I do know that there was a pretty there was kind of an effort to give Steve Whitmire more of a like main cast character. So that's why Bean Bunny was being promoted. More Him and Rizzo were kind of that. Now, obviously, once Steve Whitmire became Kermit, that wasn't so much yeah. of a concern anymore. Yeah, but that—that that is why uh, Bean Bunny, all, like almost kind of a Pucci effect in the in the early '90s, and that he was showing up a lot more. He was like the uh, what's that other new Muppet from the Walt- oh, uh, Walter? Walter? Yeah, Walter. a little to push, bit. Push a new Muppet in. Yeah.
0: So, so there,
1: I mean, this is certainly one of his more prominent roles, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you are kind of right to like to almost think that's weird for how much bean bunny is in this compared to maybe other things in, is there anything before it even
0: or before kind of i think dated? so yeah. I,
1: I can't Double remember exactly things. but I, I think he may have even been in the muppet show yeah yeah he was but, yeah, this was certainly a pretty significant appearance. His whole shtick was that he thought he was really cute. Uh, well, like the, the whole shtick originally was like, oh, yeah, like, they want us to put in a, a cuter Muppet. Like, that was the thing, right? And then it, it almost kind of became unironic again because it was like, oh, he's cute. We can sell dolls <laughs> 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 of you him. Know, we, we like this. So, so yeah, he runs away. And then uh, the search is on. And that's uh, that's where Sweetums comes out and starts uh, looking for him. To Bonnie! After- Bonnie! <laughs> Whoa, what's all the commotion? Bunny ran away. You know what that makes him? <laughs> Smarter than us. <laughs> <laughs> they are the absolute best. So they steal good. the show. They're they really fantastic.
0: They really do. Every uh, line is incredible.
1: It is, it is. It is so funny. Oh, gosh. And so this is the part where you get the piped in audio because he's like, Where's the bunny? And you see the Bean Bunny animatronic on the opposite balcony theater seats from Statler and Waldorf. And you can hear, like, the, the, the piped-in kids, like, hey, he's right there.
0: Which which encourages the other kids to yeah. also start playing along. Unless this. it's just usually do. Unless <laughs> it's just the three of us in a theater. <laughs> like, Mike, I didn't expect the program to see. It's never, been that. It's that. It. It's yeah, never I been that. that, I, that think this
1: trickle- I mean, uh, uh, Extraterrestrial Encounter did a similar trick. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of
0: shows do, yeah. Just to kind of tell, give the audience permission mm. to,
1: to talk. Because you're not supposed to. It's a movie. <laughs> All right, So so... Kermit and uh, Fozzie and Gonzo convince Bean to stay because he can help with the fireworks. And uh, maybe,
0: maybe Bean,
1: <laughs> yeah. And th- then what follows is, I think, maybe the funniest line in Disney theme park history. <laughs> I laugh at it every time. It, it's <laughs> the expression that goes along yeah. with it. sorry ready for finale? Yes, it's a glorious three-hour finale. You got a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, Jake? <laughs> I, I, was just, I was watching a good video of it, and I was ready for it. I've seen this a thousand times. I still laugh. It's
0: so good. Yeah, it it's is so good. So fun. He's completely taken
1: aback. <laughs> yes. Like, no one told him. This the whole thing, earlier we find out that this thing is called, yes, it's called a salute <laughs> to all nations, but mostly America. <laughs> like, they still, like, even that barbecue place, it's a salute to most cuisines, but mostly barbecue, right? Like, the Regal Eagle. It's such a man. Sam, Sam Eagle, he's not in this thing a lot, but when he is, he, shines. he steals <laughs> the show. He is... So funny this. So then we get the big patriotic finale, and it's clearly being rushed. And it's it's most it's mostly America, but like in between like, the every other flag is an American flag. Right. The other Well, even like there's even rushed. most there's that's really like there's like this one marching segment where they like here's like a spain flag. And it's like it's a small world for a second. They do play it's a small world for a hot second. You got the guy stuck in his tuba. Me and AJ were tuba players. Yes, so we, we appreciated we this. Got a kick out of that. Well, yeah. it all
0: starts. It all goes. Awry when Waldo knocks the guy over into a tuba. Mm. That's where it all goes downhill. If it wasn't for Waldo, I'm sure it would have been fine. Man, <laughs> it would have been
1: great. Yeah. Waldo is interesting because he almost dates it more than anything else, and not because of the technology. That is such an early 90s character that just kind of annoying mischievous like it's like what bart simpson was for a while right <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like oh this guy's funny because he's a jerk and now we're like this he's just annoying <laughs> <No one's> like, <laughs> yeah, like why are you right? doing that <laughs> like they're not selling a lot of waldo plays, right but he's yeah he's, he's all over this thing so then like the ending gets really meta and creative where waldo like causes things to break up so badly that the film reel <laughs> like comes undone yes <laughs> and he escapes the film and uh, the Swedish chef who's been running the projector is not happy about this. So he gets a gun. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Because Waldo turns well, into yeah. a firework
0: and blows up the penguins. So Sweden's comes out <laughs> to put so out many fire. Le- <laughs> but they get mad that they're wet. So
1: they get a cannon out and try to shoot something. Um, now, 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 be honest, how many times did you get to see this show before you really followed what was happening to your company? a years? Years? No. I mean A lot happens. It's very quick, and it's
0: very chaotic. Right. Miss Piggy's yelling about her lawyer. It's, yeah. it's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, so then, the penguins shoot a cannon at the chef. He that's what mad. ends the projector, that's yeah. right. Because, yeah, because they want to end the show. Before Stop before... the movie, chef! I'll save your penguins. <laughs> Take it easy. I'm sorry. Duck, everybody! Not you, them! Right, Swedish. So <laughs>
1: How sweet yes. sh- is this blunderbuss?
0: Yes! It's
1: like a blunderbuss. That he just has up there. <laughs> just in case. And he, like, it's one of those things. If you don't look back there, you're not going to see the Swedish Seth animatronic. Yeah, with his you got to turn around. It's, you know, it's very immersive. <laughs> so he starts shooting, and what's funny, like, he's missing Waldo. Three of the shots, like, hit the projector, which is just a movie thing. At one point, he hits the theater, and there's, like, an effect there.
0: Well, they use scrims. So yeah. if they're front-lit, it, it you're far enough away that you can't see the fabric texture of it. When you backlight it, it becomes transparent. So they just turn on backlight and make it look like it's had a chunk ripped out of it. It's a cool effect.
1: So he's missing a lot, and then Waldo's taunting. He says, you couldn't hit me with a cannon. <laughs> and then the cannon rolls out from the projector booth. I don't know why this cannon's scarier than the other cannon, but <laughs> it does a lot of damage. It does, yeah. So this, yeah, this is a really neat effect where, of course, there's like an explosion effect on the screen, but, like, parts of the theater, it's a scrim effect again, right? Parts of the theater look like they're being blown off and that there's, like, damage all around it. Yeah, there's also uh, arrows sticking out of the wall at this point from the, oh, yeah. from the fail
0: finale. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so uh, Kermit shows up on the end of a fire truck, which is a really neat puppeteering feat at this point. Yes, yes.
0: This is probably one of the only other things that really dates the whole thing.
1: Well, because you can see Taurus at this point, yeah. and they look like very people 90s. from the eighties. Yeah, the yeah. Old This is also old there, there.
0: There's a continuity error. Uh-oh. Oh no! Because you have Sweetums in the theater saying oh, like, "Everyone yeah. oh, okay? What an explosion!" But in the background of the film is Sweetums. Sweetums. They right. kind of like I don't know. They
1: just didn't plan that right, or something changed, and like it was too late. But yeah. So does anyone else just get warm fuzzies when Kermit's like kind of like giving that ending spiel and yeah. S- yeah. sending us out enjoy and enjoy the rest of your like, day
0: and come see yeah, us and, again then, like,
1: and then the end of the Muppet theme is playing like that almost more than anything else makes me like in such a good mood makes me feel like yeah, I'm like, on you're vacation ready to, like go back out I there like enjoy your day as Kermit am, told you to. I am always so excited leaving this theater I'm always feels feel so good about it even like. Even, like, when you return the 3D goggles, they had that little thing about, like, how, like, Beaker... It was, like, Hudson... Muffet
0: vision goggles don't work outside the theater. Yeah, don't so let this yeah, happen to you. Or well, and you forgot there, there's the one little kind of coda to the show where mm-hmm. Waldo is still loose. Mm-hmm. So he transforms into Mickey Mouse and does the whole, they'll never find me now. Forward! And points <laughs> at you again and gets sucked back in. And it's so funny. What a funny. cute ending. Yes. And it's so funny. Because remember, Mickey's Flower Magic comes out. And... The beginning and end of the show is like intentionally blurry because they couldn't get Mickey to look quite right in CG. Yeah, they, tr- they struggled for a And the Henson while. Company figured it out yeah. in 1990. Yeah, what's up he with looks that? great. Yeah, he Even did. today, that 3D Mickey looks fine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it really
1: does. Yeah, Sattler and Waldorf being like, Oh, do we have to the path? We can't you, old fool. We're bolted to the seats." Man, they are so good throughout that whole thing. <laughs> it's insane. It's 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 right. just an so, incredible. How, how many pair of
0: three uh, D glasses do you guys have? I,
1: I took a few. I ignored. I ignored. I, I ignored but I you know dad yeah. took a
0: lot. <laughs> Yeah. Whoops. There goes that nice elated feeling. You're a
1: thief now. Yeah, yeah. You stole from Kermit. I I guarantee you about 90% of the Muppets would have stolen them, too, <laughs> to be clear. Maybe Kermit wouldn't have. Or Robin. But like, you mentioned trip,
0: And frankly, you will look, what are you doing? I was showing you could trip. You're
1: wearing your 3D glasses. Will you start to do this? What kind of foolishness would you like will to Will you see? get up. A- yes! Uh. So what do you guys think about the main show for Muppet well, Vision? as you can tell by
0: my incessant quoting of the show, and I apologize that that's become obnoxious, but I really love this show. We've been dealing with that for years. Yeah, everyone else can handle it Welcome to their world. Just just everyday life. Not even when we're talking about the Muppets. <laughs> it comes out.
1: <laughs> uh, so
0: what, what makes this show just so special to me... In a lot of ways, I think this was kind of like my first. Like, we watched Muppet Babies as a kid, as kids. We didn't see a lot of the movies yet. Yeah. So this was really our first kind of exposure to like full Muppets. I, if that I makes sense. I was thinking that too,
1: because yeah, growing up, definitely when I thought Muppets, first thing I thought of was Muppet Babies. Right. And this was kind of this was a big gateway to the regular Muppets. And then I I remember, so I don't remember like this being new. I was like f- four or five when this opened. I don't remember like oh this is the first time I'm seeing this. Like mm-hmm. this is it's just one of those lost to Right. And but like I re- but very shortly after that I remember when Muppet Christmas Carol was new, I remember Muppet Treasure Island and I knew like by those points I was a fan of the Muppets mostly because of this, how much I enjoyed this show. Right.
0: So maybe maybe it's because of that that to me all the elements of the characters in this show is like my ideal version of them. Like you said, every yeah. every line Statler and Waldorf say is
1: perfect. Like, like it's well, the like best say, written see, thing they the could original, have said.
0: Like group of guys that helps too. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, even like, just
1: performers, like you know, like the right, like the writing, it yeah. has that feel. Yeah, but even like
0: everything Sam Eagle does is like to me what Sam Eagle is supposed to do. Everything that um, Sweetums does is the way Sweetums is supposed to act. Like these, this is just like the correct incarnation of all these characters yeah. to me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And this is, honestly, this is my favorite Muppets thing. Yeah. Ever like I take down. this I take this over any of the movies or shows. Hands or down. Man. <laughs> Between
0: this and Christmas Carol.
1: It, yeah. For sure. I mean, Christmas
0: Carol's close, but it, it, I love this. Thing yeah. It's just it's just I, so. Like good. you said, it's, like there was no time where this was just like the first time we saw it. We, it was just always part of and every I, vacation we went. And
1: to. every single time, I want to do this one again. And we never. It was never like oh we got to wait in the line again. We just waited because we yeah. liked it. And like every other like show style thing, like show attraction, I don't necessarily need to do those every time. Like I'm not. I'm not doing it, it's tough to be a bug every year, right? Right, yeah. Stuff like that. But Muppet Vision, like, I get upset if we can't. What, what, what? did
0: you say, too? If, like, like? there's the whole thing, like, when, when an attraction closes, there's people that make the special trip right. to do it the one time. And we, we were talking about this. Like, what's the one thing you would do now that's still around? And for you, it was Muppet It's v- this, yeah. yeah if it's if it's they, this for me, too. If,
1: yeah, if they say they're closing Muppet Vision, like, I, so I'm going down there to be I, there for I've the day. I've said last this before. And,
0: and, 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 I mean, thankfully, thanks to YouTube, we kind of have this already. But I really do hope if this attraction's time comes, and it will come someday, I'm sure, they do make an effort to get it out there somehow because of its historical significance. It is the last thing Jim Henson did. Right. And- I think it deserves oh, yeah. to live on. Right. Like right now, depending on your thought of it, like a VR recreation of this mm-hmm. would be so cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, we have the Back to the Future ride and the DVD extras. Of That's Back right. To the and yeah. You get that D box seat thing for your couch and you there can you do go. The ride so real.
1: How impressive it is that this? <laughs> This attraction has held out this long because, like, it again, is. it you know, was Star Wars coming. You yeah. thought for sure. Yeah, it's I almost, was really
0: worried when Galaxy said, like, that would have been re- really terrible for you if Star Wars is what killed them up. And they, so they took very the bump awesome. down.
1: Guys, like, what's next? Journey, Journey to Imagine Your Imagination or Journey to Imagination, the original one, did not last 30 years, right? Yeah. It closed after, what, 18 or something like that? Like, this thing is going to be 30 years old. This, and comp- th- compared to other 3D movies,
0: yeah. That's well, the only just they don't know what else to do in that space. I think a little
1: bit, on. but I think I mean, if it was that bad, Disney would find something. They would just start putting in whatever, like they did with so many other it 3D draws, theaters. I mean,
0: a nice theater like that will, you know, put people in there,
1: draw the crowds a bit. It's a good people eater for them. Yeah, and you know, so that I, probably helps keep it. up. And there always is that awkward point where something's just old, and then it becomes a classic again. And maybe we're at that point where this yes, is just such is a classic it? that well, it's going it to stick around. At, like a lot of the other 3D films are
0: animated. Mm-hmm. so they do start to look dated eventually right but because this is muppets
1: it just looks yeah. like the muppets like there's not a lot they can screw it, up with it you know what else helps so much is that what's one major mupp like aspect that you usually associate with the muppets that's actually not a part of this celebrity guests and that would have dated it oh yeah. yeah good point so, so good fast point. if they would have tried to carry someone in there too. like we right. can't date this we got yeah it. that's that's a like imagine imagine if like all of a sudden like 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 you know Thirty years ago, Steve Martin showed I was just up. Say, yeah, Steve we Martin always think not Steve as Martin much yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so in the like, right,
0: Muppets. Yeah, that would have almost right. That
1: would almost a bit, but he would have been old. I'm, i i yeah, like Ted Danson from 1990 would be there all of a sudden, right? Like, yeah,
0: who's like the C list of the 90s? That, like no one thinks
1: about right, it anymore. But like, yeah, Ted what, a example, if it was the Muppet show, run. it would have been that. Yeah. So even like a lot of the movies are like that. So I, yeah, that's like one of the things I'm glad wasn't a part of this. That usually is a big part of the Muppet formula.
0: Now, now, one of the things I love, and I, I forget if this was in the notes for later, but um, when I was down there for the summer, I was in Florida, and I went to go see this one day. And because like like it was like, I could see it as much as I wanted for a month, it wasn't so precious. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to watch the movie. I'm just going to watch Statler and Waldorf the whole time. And that's what I learned. They are reacting to mm-hmm. every little thing that happens in this movie. When Fozzie's blowing the little... Thing like they're Party turning favor. left and right to look at it. Go. Well, that's what's funny
1: is like they're, they're reacting not so much like they have the same 3D thing as us, they're also reacting the way we're seeing it like, like it's real. Yeah, they're looking like, like out into the seats, it's like when the all the different yeah, like stuff Wilders is passing flying. in front of them, yeah. Instead, yeah, instead of coming toward them. You know what's so interesting, uh, thing about Simon and Waldorf when the, they do the white flag thing, that's like a separate animatronic oh, sure, contraption. Yeah, you always kind of assumed. Yeah, yeah those are like arms, arms that are on basically a on a wheel that kind of flip says, up yeah. start doing that thing. Please surrender. Right,
0: we right. also didn't point out the, the one cool, like... Again, it, it was new at the time. Now everything does it. But when Waldor, Waldor, Waldo says... You know, all these people think I'm talking to them, but really? I'm just talking to you. I got me as a kid. Oh, yeah, I mean, because you didn't know how that worked. You didn't understand no. you know, how you're, 3D perspective you're was. sitting developed.
1: on the front row seat, which you have to do at least once if you've done as many times as less. Mm-hmm. The whole I'm bouncing on people's head effect doesn't really work. Right, you lose that, or if it's not crowded. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh, there have been a few changes to the show during the years, but not that many. Uh, did you know originally when you left the show, there was an actual fire truck parked outside to kind of keep that continuity? Up? I do remember seeing that as a kid. See, yeah, I don't remember this. And I read it was m- removed to make way for the Stage One Company store. I was trying to find out when that store was built. Then I couldn't find anything. Yeah. If that wasn't there at the beginning, that's news to me. But this is the store that has all the Muppet merchandise, right? The big is Kermit cool statues store. out front. And everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's a cool store. So. Uh, when Disney buys the Muppets in 2004, Jim Henson's name is actually removed from the attraction sign because Disney did not buy the Jim Henson company. They just bought the Muppets. <laughs> so it's not really Jim Henson's Muppets Vision 3D anymore. Although in the pre-show, there's like that part where like the one Muppet guy is like, oh, he's reading the sign. He still says Jim says, Henson. Uh, I think it's Frank Oz. It's like Jim
0: Henson's Muppet Vision right.
1: 3D. They didn't do like an awkward cut there. Like he still says Jim yeah. Henson. Hello there. and welcome to Sword. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not over anything apparently. Uh, in 2009, the film was upgraded to a digital version. That was happening with just about everything then. But Makes also, sense. also, all the outside posters were updated to newer references, which is at this point like that cue, the extended queue is not even used though that much. But now you have like a, posters for Pirates of the Amphibian. That's and, pretty good. <laughs> uh, instead of Wally, you have Beaky. <laughs> What's interesting is around this same time in 2008, David uh, Gumpel, who directed that pre-show. Said he had directed a new one. Yeah,
0: what is
1: this? Was, I never heard this,
0: so you wrote this. Yeah, down. That I did I was not supposedly know
1: this. gonna be installed, like at the same time as all the, these I'm other changes. Everything.
0: At the time I would have been furious, but now right. what was it? But it just never was installed. And I'm
1: like but oh, it, good. it has to exist. Mike, we need to find David Gumpel. Maybe, yeah, that would be a good interview. Oh, yeah. can you imagine
0: we were the ones who released that? That'd yeah. Good, I mean. Let's get on. Well, there, I don't know if we'll,
1: yeah. Get, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's ha- yeah, we have to track out Mr. Gumpel here. Uh also, so so Kodak was the sponsor. For This attraction when it opened up until 2014, and uh, guess what was happening around 2014? <laughs> Kodak wasn't selling a lot of film anymore at that point, huh? right? Right, <laughs> but um, again, in that in the pre show, when uh, when, when those Muppets are building up, putting up those signs in the very beginning, there's a Kodak logo, yeah. Now, at one point after opening, it was updated to a newer Kodak logo, and they didn't refilm it, they just like you know, did some After kind of, Effects, yeah, stuff. laid it on top there, right. But in 2014, when that sponsorship stopped, they just replaced those side logos with just another logo from Muppet Vision 3D. Also in 2014, there was a bit where Constantine, who was like the Kermit doppelganger from Muppets Most Wanted, would like hack into the pre-show and say some things to the audience that was there for Yeah, I remember that. 2017 was when they put up a whole new sign in front of the theater. Uh, it's, it's kind of a bit more generic. The weird thing about it is that it now gives a name to the theater, which didn't really have a name before. It's just the Mutt Vision 3D Theater. Now Remember, it's for a while too. You could see like the faded. Um, um, the brick sign. yeah. 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 On the yeah. Brick. so now it's the grand arts theater and the, I think, this is one of the things that scared
0: people yeah, that it was going to go away because yeah. they were
1: giving the theater a generic name right and like the marquee like said the Muppets and it was in like kind of the logo of those newer movies but it almost looked like they could remove it pretty right, easily right. right but this was again that was like 2017 and nothing well, has happened and there yet. When, when, did, not? when
0: did they kind of more officially brand that area Muppets Courtyard when, like when it, did Pizza Rizza go in I think it was all then because then we had right those uh, Royal Flush as well the bathroom's there. Yes. Right. So, yeah, eventually. Yeah, it kind of did become... So, yeah, it seemed like they were, like, building it up to be more Muppety well, cause Cause for a was, second. Because that... that was the original, like, well, people are going to be waiting forever to get into Star Wars land. What do we need to do to entertain people? So they kind of fixed that area up. They put the, ta- the baseline tap house. And remember, the, there was a rumor that there was going to be, like, a... uh like a window show, like they yeah, did. Like and Walter making fun of the people, the waiting, in yeah, people waiting. waiting in line. Yeah. People yeah,
1: waiting for I, Star Wars. Yeah. I, I think people used to think like, "Oh man, like Galaxy's Edge is going to be this giant immediate smash hit, and they're just going to tear down all the Muppet stuff to expand it." Now it's like because of both. Some of the issues that the Galaxy's Edge had when it opened, and more importantly, COVID. Like, yeah, maybe COVID from,
0: saved the Muppets for a few they're not more ex-
1: years. You, they're not expanding Galaxy's Edge anytime soon. They certainly aren't going to demolish the Muppet yeah. area. So everything there feels pretty safe.
0: Well, for and now. you know, one thing we didn't mention that we probably should have: the what's now Pizza Rizzo, which was Pizza Planet before, was supposed to be a Swedish chef's cooking school. Yeah, that was supposed to be a different another which, thing. Which is thing, like it's a weird more. that you have two restaurants. Well, you, you're quick service and you're sit down. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, both like, so heavily. Themed. It always bothered me. Like I mean, I liked Pizza Planet a lot because don't get me wrong, it, it
1: didn't look anything like a Pizza Planet. Like and, why was this Pizza yeah. Planet? And I, I. Yeah, I know a lot of people are against Pizza Rizzo. I love Pizza yeah, Rizzo. As, as
0: as youngstown boys, we very much enjoy
1: the aesthetic yeah. of yeah, cheesy that, that Italian restaurant. Level, that's like the uh, the banquet hall. Yeah. Uh, it
0: looks like a yeah, place so we've been to. Yeah, if you
1: if you grew up in northeast Ohio, you'd love pizza. Rizzo. <laughs> You've been Rizzo. to that place before. I'm not You've saying been it's to
0: the, a in I'm not place. saying
1: it's the greatest pizza in the world. It's not, it's but it's fun. It's fun. It's neat. Yeah. I like it. So um it is worth talking about Disneyland, because they had a version of the show for for a hot second. They wanted to put it in there for a while. At, at certain points, there was ideas to put it in Toontown. There was an idea that got a decent amount of attraction to replace Mr. Lincoln with it.
0: That's interesting. It would have been interesting to have the Muppets in Main, Main Street. Street. It's, yeah. kinda, it's weird.
1: It's, like, like the first attraction, you walk into see, Disneyland... Muppets. There's the Muppets. <laughs> Having the Lincoln show be an attraction in Main Street is like, oh, that's respectful and, like, you know, whatever. Like, Muppets would have been a weird fit. I, I don't know. I would have liked it, though. I don't know. <laughs> I don't... I, don't I, would, I think it would have been a bad idea. But when California Adventure did finally open in, in 2001, an opening day attraction in the Hollywood backlot section, it would later become Hollywood Land, uh, was Muppet Vision 3D in a brand-new theater. Uh, it was only there until 2014. It didn't quite... I think... At that point, it was that thing I was talking about. It was just kind of old. It wasn't yeah, a classic. Yeah, had to loop
0: back around. Right. It was already it was 11 crazy years, old build or 10 years old. They built a whole new theater for it and everything.
1: Well, I think do I, I, do I, I would assume that they knew they could
0: put right, stuff in right,
1: there. So yeah, I don't. It, it's. I almost feel like they were so. They had worked so hard to get Muppets into Disneyland that at this point, even though they probably shouldn't have, at this point, they should have just been like. The window had passed. They still were like, we can do it now. Here it is. Well, keep in mind, California Adventure was way over budget. They needed stuff. And this was cheap. because, And at this point, they owned the Muppets, too, so it wasn't like a rights issue. No, 2001, they did not.
0: Oh, you're right. That 2004. Yeah, never mind. It's so, so weird. It, yeah. So, yeah, they had to work I mean, that it out, a, I guess. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, although at that point, I'm sure the Muppet Company is willing to play ball. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is yeah. post-Muppets and space Muppets. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it is just kind of weird all around. Like, thinking about how then they made like a new bean bunny animatronic right yeah but so so this version lasted till 2014 even before then it was seasonal quite a bit and then it started just getting used a lot for like previews of movies this yeah. like, check out these
0: scenes from Frozen well
1: not like even well so Frozen sing along was there but before that when 3D movies were big in the theater they kept doing things here and at the Bugs Light Theater and at a lot of theaters in Disney World too where it's like come in here put these 3D goggles on and watch a scene from Tron Legacy yeah and stuff like that and Tron so you had your Tron party yeah so this was in that courtyard when there they yet? were doing uh, Electronica in California Adventure like that was part of it like you can watch an early preview of the movie in the Muppet Theater uh, and then it became the Frozen Singalong thing when that whole thing became a little frozen area, and uh, now it's actually where Mickey's Magic is. So,
0: so I assume they like basically gutted and rebuilt the interior to look more like. I
1: never, I don't think I've never, I've never done d- I've Magic never done yeah. there. I know it's not as good as the one at Disney because really? it's not quite as like widescreen. Oh, really? You know? They didn't replicate yeah. that. Right, they did not replicate that. So, yeah, that's now, so I feel like weird. We're try just to see. Yeah, we've never done it. Mm-hmm. So that's weird. Kind
0: of forget it's there. Even like yeah, when we were there I, last you year. I It just crossed my mind that that was like we were in Disneyland Disneyland a year ago, like today we got there. Feels forever. Yeah, we were gonna be there now.
1: But that's everything I got on Muppet Vision. Man, look at that! Right on the one hour mark, almost. Every time, somehow we do it. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, just just uh, absolutely one of my favorite attractions. I think very easily my favorite attraction. That's not like an actual ride, Mm -hmm. of all like the show themed attractions. Yeah. This is the top for me. Like still going, going still going. I never get tired. I mean, we, of it. like many, I said, uh, we we quote this the way people quote, like
0: you know, pop culture like films. Or, yeah, and,
1: yeah. Like how many other like nineties attract, like early nineties attractions are still around today? Not that many. I mean, think all these yeah, Hollywood yeah, studios itself, not it that? There's not much there anymore from that era, except for. Uh, Indiana Jones, really? Yeah, Star Tours. Yeah, a bit after that, but yeah, I can't think of anything like in Magic Kingdom. Or but again, like the sh- like you know, like Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. How ancient, ancient does that feel? Yeah, and, and was... that debuted after this, and it's been yeah. gone forever. Yeah,
0: because again, it was more relying on like computer special effects that just age. Mm-hmm. This this attraction truly is ageless. Even the CG stuff in it. If it does look dated, which really it doesn't, like, Wado, which is odd. Yeah, I guess like w- yeah, like but, he does, but like because it's like a Muppet thing. Yeah, it doesn't it bother me. Still, again,
1: like the, the, the character of almost feels more dated than the effect of Waddle, Yeah, Wado, yeah.
0: If anything, yeah, it's, it's just the end with Kermit on the fire truck. That's the biggest thing that'll date it. Right. It's not because of Kermit. I almost feel of, like yeah. I could be making this up. But I feel like they like increased the, the, the fog oh, behind the yeah. smoke behind him. That'd be like, smart. Scare that,
1: that a little bit more. That'd be smart. I kind of, I kind of almost like it. I'm like, oh yeah, I liked when we dressed like that.
0: There was a lot more stripes, basically. Yeah,
1: no, it was, a, it, yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was like cap high socks with the two green. Stripes. I think so- somebody had to be wearing jorts, right? Yes, yes, of course, of, of course. Ah, uh, but man, just what, what an absolute. Yeah, this. Uh, classic. I mean, so,
0: so just to kind of talk about some some other memories with this with this show. Um, when we were there with uh, the whole family a oh, couple my years gosh. ago uh you me Mike and and our stepbrother took my daughter Sophia to do this and she'd never been in a movie theater at that point she so. was she three? Handled it pretty well yeah she, was she was was at this three. point.
1: and uh she sat through it I, she know, was te- we were sitting at Rezzo and she did not want to do it she was terrified well she they, to this day they
0: still kind of are like afraid of very loud noises like so I you know we we kind of prepped her like you know there's, there's some things are gonna blow but it's all funny and nothing's real it's not gonna hurt you and yeah, you know, she did it. Yeah. Uh, you know, she doesn't remember it. I she asked doesn't remember her it. She I think she, she,
1: it. she did not wear her
0: glasses. Yeah, she took them off. She, yeah. But uh, but technically, I could always say her first experience in the theater was My Vision, Vision 3D. There
1: you go. Yeah, or any other very specific uh visits there. Everything's kind of almost lucid to me now. Like a yeah, hundred I mean, times, I, I, I've, I've, I've done the, it so many times. It all just does just kind of. Blend I do remember when we went to the front row the one time. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good stuff.
0: Yeah, I've tried to explore all the seats in the in the theater, get all the different perspectives. It's come to
1: all right then, uh, Asger. You want to start taking us out here then? Yeah, so uh, we'll, uh, we'll 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 be back with a point
0: five episode later this month, um, assuming nothing crazy happens. We should have a very cool guest on the show. Uh, he is uh, the guy who runs the Muppet History Twitter account, fellow by the name of Josh. Uh, if you don't follow that account, you really should. He he knows things about Muppets. <laughs> Man, you think we know yeah. a lot because we could quote this show? I wonder if
1: he knows about the uh, unaired... Uh... Awesome. I I'm also very. I want to know where where like that atrium in the beginning of the actual film is. Oh, yeah. Where, if it's if, if, it's yeah, yeah. Where's a set or location? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It can't but, be a set. Uh, it almost it looks like it had to be like a museum or a garden like or something. I don't yeah,
0: know. Yeah, so uh, so I'm gonna get him on to just talk about um, kind of Muppet Vision and and Muppet Christmas Carol and just some general Muppets <laughs> in the '90s stuff. And I'm gonna to talk to him a little bit about you know the Muppet History Twitter account that he runs and uh, kind of where his love of the Muppets comes from. Because again go follow him up at history on twitter he's throwing stuff out there all day long like like um deep deep cut stuff it's really great um we've retweeted a bunch of times so if you follow us you've you've seen it for sure uh but yeah we uh we we got our december episode coming up next chris it's your turn Boys and girls of every oh man, <laughs> who saw this coming? Here we go, yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think that's where we're headed. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah.
1: Man, that's gonna be fun.
0: Is it a Halloween movie or a
1: Christmas movie? It's More a Christmas, Christmas movie. It, it's both. I think it's it's both. It's Halloween to Christmas. Well, I mean, Christmas movies you always watch before christmas so it's always between halloween and christmas like i went watching this right before halloween i don't know i always like to watch it like the day after halloween because that's when it starts is the day right after that's halloween. true
0: that's true. november that's 1st point. okay it's a november 1st movie so <laughs> listen to this episode now that you're done go watch the day before christmas everybody go. get ready <laughs> there it's you go up. so yeah we'll uh, we'll deep dive into the the thing that disney really tried to distance themselves from when it first came yeah. out with Whoops. the whole touchdown Pictures, like Oh, this is popular. Hey, Josh you, knew,
1: everywhere. <laughs> you notice how, like, Hocus Pocus is having that same thing now? Like, yes, Hocus Pocus is very, very much, very, very much so. Announced
0: the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a Very insane. much so. Uh, so, yeah, and also check out our show notes. We've got um, some really good videos we'll throw up there. there there's some audience reaction videos, there's the pre show. We also have. Um,
1: what do, you, what do you call it? It's, it's not an animatic. It's like an it, official production thing where they filmed... They have a 2D version of the film and they have like... Different parts of the screen showing Statler and Waldorf the whole time, the orchestra the whole time. Yeah, but you can tell like it shows like, Bean Bunny at certain times. It feels like it was filmed like the animatronics
0: weren't filmed in the theater. Like, like maybe not. You, you can see just like a b- basically it like, was like black it wall. was an
1: in production thing. It's really neat looking. The,
0: the the weirdest thing about that is the Swedish Chef animatronic. Like when you're not supposed to see him, more, he just kind of stops.
1: Yeah, <laughs> feels right. like a Chuck E. Cheese thing. Like he just <laughs> freezes and then like I don't it's... know how this even got out there, but it's very cool. Yeah, put So yeah, I'll so, that so sure. we'll,
0: we'll we'll throw that up there as well and. uh yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed. You know, I've always noted in our statistics that our Muppet Christmas Carol episode is by far our most popular episode of this show ever. So apparently y'all like the Muppets. Yeah. Is there anything else?
1: I guess there's a Muppet Treasure Island episode someday. Someday we'll get to that. Disney produced that We'll get to that. There you
0: go. So thank you all for listening. Uh, We hope you enjoy the show. And if you did enjoy the show, this is the part where people tell you like, oh, comment and and rate us on iTunes. You know what I want you to do? Tell your friends about the show. That's how you actually get more people to listen to the show. Go tell people about it. Can they comment and rate anyway because it makes me feel good? Sure. If you want to make Mike feel good, good oh, if you want to go ahead tell some friends about the it. show and uh, you know it. it turns out there's a lot of 90s nostalgia going on right now so apparently we, we were in on the ground floor with this thing i think uh go to 90sdizzy.com that's where you can find links to subscribe to the show in the podcast service of your choice find all of our old episodes the show notes and uh yeah, what are we all that good episode stuff. number 18 uh, you think i know yeah something like that something like that we're getting there we're getting there <laughs> we're, we're no longer rookies anymore yeah we, we're doing a, it this is, this is 17 17 okay excellent and uh, yeah we'll see you guys next month right here at 90s Disney take care everyone bye bye